This is the emergency broadcast system. Stand by for further information. Several reportings of a nuclear myth being detected. Leave. Please find the shelter immediately. This warning applies to all areas receiving this broadcast. This message will be repeated in 10 seconds. Welcome. Wow. What I'm running for that? the basement. Right well, I'm in the basement. I'm running oh, for the corner right now. Me too. So <laughs> I guess it's Johnny Atomic and Old Line Radio tonight. That's so right. In, in case you guys didn't notice on tonight's episode of Indie Invasion Shorts, we're going to be talking about a game. We'll yep. give you a second to think about what that game might be that we'll be talking about. We're we're definitely gonna wait for Alder to uh, there he is. See Alder, look at what we're talking about. <laughs> got my coffee and got your game all fired up for you, my friend. <laughs> there right. we go. So welcome guys to another our episode of Indie Invasion Shorts, where today we're gonna be talking about this is not a test by worlds in publishing. Written by Joseph McGuire, who incidentally also wrote the game Reality's Edge, which I also have, which I also haven't played yet, but I've created Warbands for because that's that's what that's what you do. Yeah, this is something a little fairly recent we decided to start doing with the shorts is kind of go more in depth into some games, whether mm -hmm. it's a suggestion of a listener, viewer, or just something new that we've kind of dived into and Holy cow, my phone is going nuts. Yes, it is. You're very popular right now, right as we're doing the show. You're very popular. <laughs> so, yeah, this is something fairly recent for us. I've known about this game for years. Mm -hmm. Always, I think almost every year I've seen it at uh, Adepticon for the last couple years. Right. Um, and I've always stopped. I've checked it out, looked at it, but just never... I don't know. I don't. I just never dove in. You know, right. there's so many games out there, and especially at a con, there's so much to see. Yeah, definitely. That I just didn't take that dive in. Alder Alder says, "Best game name ever." That's Best one of the game things I ever. think that caught my attention. Right. Actually, you know, is uh, the name because it's very original. Yeah. So for those people that don't know, because obviously Alder knows because he posted some really cool pictures of his table in the Discord. Go join the Discord. Shameless plug. But this is a post-apocalyptic game. And I did some brushing up on the rules and the fluff and everything today as we were preparing to do this show. And in the mm -hmm. process of preparing... I got really excited. Now, I know that nobody in my neck of the woods is going to play the game, but I didn't care. I got excited anyway, and I made myself a warband. So I just, I couldn't, I couldn't resist. I went ahead and threw together a warband. So Alder, road trip, come on, bring your warband and, or I'll bring, I've never been to Australia, so I'll bring my warband, whatever. We'll figure it out. We'll get a game in. Uh, but it's a post-apocalyptic game set uh, to whatever miniatures you want. So there's... That's 
the cool thing. It's agnostic. Yeah. And now there are some models that you can pick up for the game, but uh, you can use whatever. Even in the, the front cover of the rule book, it talks about all of the different companies that they used that uh, Joseph McGuire used in the process throughout the book. You know, the pictures that are in the book, all of the stuff that he used as he was setting up and, and moving forward with the game. So you can just do all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's true. Spaz, nothing wrong with playing against yourself as long as I'm having fun. And it does have solo rules. I downloaded them today. So I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to do that. And I've played, I've played a bunch of my mini games by myself. So <laughs> you um, just gotta, you just gotta kick your own butt. <laughs> yeah. But on the plus side, it's the only time I can ever win at a skirmish game. Which is okay because I'm only having fun anyway, so I'm good with yeah. I'm good with yeah. that. But that's how I win is I play solo. So Mac, this game basically is uh, the pocky pocky clips happened when Mister Death jumped at you know a lot of people, and yeah. we're all waiting for another hero, another hero, Captain Walker to fly us to Never Never Land, Captain Walker to fly us to Never Never Land. That's right. You my reference. I thought I'd throw it in there. You're, you're See pretty. If anybody good. knows my reference. You're pretty. You're pretty good. Yeah, we know Spaz. We know you've been doing solo play with Star Breach lately. Yeah, he, we definitely so here know. Here's that. another one for you to get hooked on. That's right. That is absolutely right. Because this is not a test. It is a fun game. One of the things that. Uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit more about it. That it's very, uh, it's very warband driven. Mm-hmm reminds me flavor wise of the original necromunda the original the i say original but mordheim where you would build your crew and so a little bit of the difference like i like frostgrave and i'd probably like stargrave too but i just don't have the book yet but the difference between that and say mordheim is that in frostgrave you got two guys that are becoming better and improving whereas in the old necromunda and mordheim Everybody in your war band could improve, even your guys that suck in the beginning. So in the case of of uh, this game, you've got everything from your leader to your elites and your specialists, and then you're just run-of-the-mill regular cannon fodder dudes, and all of them can improve. And that's the thing that reminds me of Mordheim Necromunda, and I loved I loved those games when they came out. So yeah, it's it's definitely a a throwback to like those warband games, like mm-hmm. you mentioned, from the '90s and early 2000s, where yeah. your your dudes can basically progress through. They do have campaign type setting right. in the game that they can progress or get weaker based on whatever the the die rolls are yeah. and stuff like that. So in a way, it reminds me of an RPG like. Yeah. You know, game too, because you get invested in those characters and you want them to grow and become, you know, more of a special character, um, be a tank or, a, 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 you know, a better leader for your guys. So, right. You're not forced to do that, uh, the metal uh, role to see if they run or they stay right. and fight. So, I mean, yeah, and there's cool. some there's one particular rule about this game that I, I really found intriguing. When I first read um, the rules, I was kind of like, that's kind of weird to me how you resolve damage. And Alder plays. So any rule stuff that we get wrong here, 
jump in there. We should have just invited Alder on, right? Except I think he's at work. So yeah, he's probably at work. His boss probably wouldn't appreciate. Hey, I got a pot. I got a podcast <laughs> thing to do on Facebook. I'm gonna have to sit over here and drink my coffee. But um, pipe in if we get anything wrong. But the whole thing about resolving the damage at the end, as opposed to as it's occurring, so that yeah. I might be shooting your one dude, and I shoot him with one guy, but I don't know if he's down yet. So if I really want him down, I got to waste shots on another guy and he could die from that very first shot and mm -hmm. all the rest of that stuff is just wasted. Yeah. So I, I like that because you don't know if they're going down. Yeah. And, it's almost very reality aspect of, yeah. you know, you're not going to wait and see if he goes down. You're yeah. going to just keep going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, closest thing. Uh, yeah. Alder says closest thing to old Necromunda with the progression that he's ever played. And I, I absolutely love the original Necromunda, man. <laughs> Look at there. Spaz is speaking up for Alder too. He's like, come on boss. It's only half an hour. You can spare me. I'll take my, I'll take my lunch as soon as I get to work. How about that? That sounds good. So let's talk about a little bit about the website world's end publishing. Okay. Tell us a little bit about that, man. So they got a lot on here. You mentioned they do have a line of minis. So on the mm -hmm. website, you can, you know, look at uh, licensed minis they have for this is not a test. Um, they have a bunch of stuff. So they support the game quite a bit, which mm -hmm. is cool. Uh, they have tons of different rule books for different scenarios. Uh, and some of them are free, which is nice. Like they had a bunch of Halloween specials. Yep. yep. Um, there's special books to that deal just in the mutants because there's mutants in this game. Right. So they go more into the depth if you want to run war bands of that. Um, we mentioned they do have a solo rules on there. They're in the beta right now, but you can still right. download them and try them out. So that's kind of cool. And then um, what else do they have in there? You can you can get onto their blog. They have I don't know how frequently they post them, but they have blogs of you know based on this project they're working on or right. their other project game. Uh, the name escapes me, but it's cyberpunk type of world, right? It's reality's edge. Reality's edge. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, um, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on and I know they got a Facebook page and stuff like that. Yep. And, um, I think they have announcements when they're, when we're back to the real world and cons, so you can, you know, see what conventions they're going to travel to right. and do their demos and, um, I'll tell you what, their booths at the shows are no joke. They have a lot of cool stuff at there. You know, you get to see uh, the miniatures and a lot. Of, a big thing in this game, I think, is the scenery, you know? Yeah. Because it's apocalypse. So they have like the, a lot of the vehicles I've seen used for this game are that 1950s right. vibe it's, to them. It, it's, it's, um, it's got a very, and, and I don't know hardly anything about the game Fallout, the video game. But it has a little bit of that aesthetic, too. But Fallout's not the original of that aesthetic, either. I mean, the whole nuclear... It's a genre. It's yeah, the nuclear post-apocalyptic thing has always kind of resonated with... If there's a busted-up refrigerator on the table, it's a 1950s refrigerator. Yeah. The cars yeah. are 1950s-ish. So it very much has that feel but I really like how he opens the book up because he says right in the beginning, here's the rules. Here's what you do now go and break it and make it your own. Yeah. And, and just play stuff. And one of the other things that I really liked about it, as we start talking into some of the, the rules and what the game is about, one of the things I really like is it's very, very um, 
thick with equipment and armor and skills and mutations and all of these really really cool things to just give little little bits of flavor to every single one of your models to make them unique and i love that now can that be cumbersome uh, yeah it can be cumbersome you could be flipping back and forth in books but there's a real easy solution for that that's battle scribe i mean you can you uh -huh. can click something together in battle scribe print it out and then normally now to be fair i haven't actually used battle scribe until today since i was playing 40k so i know it used to have the rule and basically what it did when you printed it out uh, i don't know if it still still does that but you got kind of got everything right in front of you using battle scribe and who cares about flipping through a book when you're telling a really good story so it yeah. if you're if you're not into a super heavy narrative it could feel cumbersome because it does have lots of options for your armor, lots of option, mm -hmm. options for mutations, lots of options for skills and weapons. all of these. Yeah. All weapons, all of these little nuanced things about the game that can seem cumbersome. But if you look at a lot of the games that we talk about, because they're so story driven, they could easily become exactly that. Anyway, um, star breach, perfect example. It could be cumbersome. Lots of, uh, lots of different weapon options and and just different things that you can do. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, it can, it could be a little cumbersome if you don't like that. For me personally, I had a blast sitting on Battlescribe going through there going, oh, I'm going to do this. And Battlescribe is great because you can kind of hover over whatever option it is and it'll tell you what page number it is in the book. So that's kind of yeah. nice. Yeah. So other than that, um, some other points to talk about the game is you play it with four to 20 models somewhere in that range, kind of based on what you want and up to a four by four mat, you can yep. go smaller depending on how many models you're using or terrain itself. Really? Yeah. And maybe how fast of a game you want, you know, if you go to a smaller, it's going to be a lot quicker to get in yep. there and start, you know, beating on each other. And speaking of terrain, Black Sight Studios has some great stuff that would work really well in This Is yeah. Not a Test. And, yeah. and then I, I'm, I've fallen in love with that pre-painted MDF, so. But, um, so what are some of our, our, our favorite parts of the game? Um, okay. Well, reviewing, well, what, what are things that stood out to you about it? Well, I love a D10 system. And it's okay. a D10 system and it generally runs, you're looking for a target number. And I, I like, I like a D10 and a target number. I feel like now I know there's somebody out there who's a math wizard. Who's going to say to me, well, statistically speaking, nothing has changed or this much has changed in the percentages. And I don't care. I like rolling a D10 with okay. a target number. I don't care what the, how the math works out, how that all washes out. I like the D10. Uh, it's, it's really simple. Opposed, um, and and target number tests. It's just, it's pretty easy. And like I said, the thing that jumped out at me was not resolving the damage until the end. Yeah. Uh, of that of that turn. Um, and the activation too. Yeah. Alder just brought up the activation. Okay. Okay. So this kind of reminded me of. I think that our friend Ian over at Funky Skull Games. He. I don't know. It, I don't know who came up with it first or who originally had it, but the activation rule is basically you're rolling a die to with a target number of ten, 
to determine whether or not you can activate that model. If you fail, you only get one action mm -hmm. and then it becomes Eric's turn. And then it passes. Right. And then it pa and then it'll just pass back and forth until everybody has been activated. And uh, Street Wars works the same way. Street Wars mm -hmm. does the same thing. You get that one action instead of really being able to capitalize on on what your guy is going to be able to do. And, and that was that was one of the things that jumped out at me is that activation thing, because yeah. it could be possible that you are successful in that check and you get two action points to do two actions. Mm -hmm. And then you can nominate in, uh, nominate another guy and just kind of keep going yep. right until all your guys are done, or you fail one and then it will pass to the next player and he right. kind of goes through that whole thing. So right. I think that's kind of neat. And like Alder said, you don't know who's going to be going because right. of that randomness of the role. So it yeah. keeps it it keeps it flowing. It's not a constant. Okay, you go, I go, you go, I go. Right. You move your guy, I'll move mine. You move your guy, I'll move mine. And yeah. I really like that. And and coming back around to it is probably one of the reasons we went like Twilight so much. Same premise. You don't know, so you have to you have to take a chance. You roll and you activate this guy, and you have to you know, I gotta I gotta get this objective. I gotta take this shot. I gotta do something because it may not be my turn next. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, 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 I may not be able to, right? How how, how much do you want to risk and and push the limits type of thing? Right. And Spaz said something. Dragon Rampant works the same way. Now, Spaz, that's the the one printed by Osprey, right? Isn't Dragon Rampant Osprey? So. Yeah, uh, I I believe it is too. Uh, you keep giving orders until your side fails or you run out of units. So those those are it, those are very interesting. I've I've. Uh, I've found that to be very appealing, and I think, I think I was first exposed to it on the tabletop in Street Wars by Funky Skull Games. Okay, so I think that's where I was first exposed to something like that, where you could not just do all your guys, and and, and that's I think that was pretty cool. There, I got to throw this up here, Matt, because okay. He probably just now figured out how to leave comments, but he didn't say anything. That's my that, dad. That's your dad. <laughs> Thanks for the comment, dad. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. We appreciate He's trying it. to figure out that technology. So Hey, that's okay. I'm, we're trying to figure out that technology. What are you yeah. talking about? I don't hardly ever know what I'm doing either. So, okay. So this is not going to translate well for when I put this into podcast format tomorrow. But like I told you guys, I got super excited and Alder had posted earlier that one of the fun things is flipping through and picking and choosing the different options to specifically suit your model, which is really cool because you, you can really do it one of two ways. And interestingly enough, this was just I was watching some videos on Horizon War and the exact this exact same comment came out of it. There's really two ways you can build your war band. You can go through and flip through and just kind of pick with the stuff that you think is cool and then go find models. Or yeah. you can do like I did and you can just grab some models that you really like and build then around that. Right. And then build around them. So, and that's kind of what um, I see done for one of our other favorite games, Urban Manhunt. Right. I, I like yep. just finding a model and you build around that model. You kind of develop a story of just that, what he looks like. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So on that note, I had an absolute blast. I took the kids to the pool, to my mom's pool today. And um, 
while they were swimming, I was reading, this is not a test. And I'm like, all right, we got to go. Cause I need, I need to go build a war band. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go build a war band. I didn't really do that to him. We had been there for three hours. So, uh, so they were starting to prune up, huh? they were pruning up just a little bit. So I built a war band and I wanted to share it with everybody. So I went ahead and purchased the PDF today of the mutant cannibals because I thought that those were absolutely awesome. I just did that. Sorry. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. That's full screen. There you go. Full screen. So I did the mutant cannibals and I used a whole bunch of different models from different games. And oh, Todd R's here. Better late than never. Yes, we will definitely repeat everything we said as soon as this fully uploads to YouTube. There you um, go. That is how we will do it. Man, I see so many different games you got yes. going on in there. I see Twilight. I see Wild West Exodus. What else do I see? All there? right. So here, we're going to start here, uh, right here in the front with the girl oh, eating. That's that's me. Know. That's Meemaw. And that's a horror clicks. Okay. And we have a Malifaux gremlin. Then we have four younglings that those are actually Urkin from Twisted. Mm-hmm. Then we have some Wild West Exodus there, and those are my hounds. Then we have Grand Grand. Grand Grand is Malifaux, and Petunia is Malifaux. Okay. And with the top hat. And then my big girl there with the blue hair is from Judge Dredd. And okay. the gigantic dude in the back is actually uh, uh, Mr. Hyde from Infamy Miniatures. It is, hmm. it is the first edition mr hyde i managed to pick those up from uh, uh no i was a, <laughs> a a facebook friend okay so, someone that i had talked with for a long long time about models and he had a bunch of infamy stuff so i was bringing a lot of it into twisted and said hey i got a bunch of extras and naturally i i couldn't resist and so he's my specialist he is tiny so I thought that was super cool. So let me go back to my other one. Okay. And yes, Alder said, can I bring up the pick of the mutant cannibals from Discord? Actually, I think I can. If you can all convince Eric to run his mouth for a couple minutes while I dig it up. Okay, I'll I'll go look at. Let me look at some of the comments because I think there are some that. Uh, all right. Let's see. Spaz loves your models. He said they are glorious. Oh, thank you, sir. And then, uh, see, did I see another one? Oh, Alder said earlier that there are so many wasteland creatures that can randomly appear and affect the game. Mm -hmm. That is another one of the cool things that I liked about the game is having that, uh, that third random like thing that could yeah. happen. Yes. Uh, almost yes. like a third player basically in the game. And yeah, these big critters, mutated critters basically that just want to, pop out of the woods and eat you. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. So, I mean, it's a dangerous world. Yeah. Uh, they have cool fluff behind it, how you're just trying to eke out a living and what's left, you know, in this, this wasteland. And there's a lot of bad, bad things out there. Yeah. Even the guys that are kind of the law in the world aren't so nice. Yeah. They and may protect you for the right price. So that's one cool. One other thing I like about what he did with the world is it's this little tri-state area mm -hmm. in the in the eastern United States that everything is happening in. So that gives you the ability to just expand wherever you want. Same thing I talked about with the Drowned Earth. 
Yep. Yep. You, you write the story to encompass this one little section of the world and then tell all the people that love your game, go have fun, go make more of the world. So here real quick, I'm going to share Alders. Let's see here. I am going to share. What up, Tyler? Glad you could make it. I'll give him a little shout out. All right, here we go. Can everybody see that? Did I do that right? I don't know. Anyway, can you see it? I can. Oh, where'd it go? It disappeared on us. Oh, it disappeared? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Let me see if I can do that. Anyway, that is Alder's cannibal war band as well i don't recognize where your tiny is from because he is super cool i like him i don't know how else i get that picture up there so Tom, bring, it, bring it back up again you had it up there? there yeah let me see i think i goofed it up oh no what did you do all right let me get it again See, you were you were busting on your dad about technology and look at us. Yeah, like, I, was hey, to, I just hey. wanted to click it, make it bigger for everybody, and I probably clicked on. <laughs> oh, the that's what thing. you did. Oh, yeah, and yeah, look yeah. at you, look at you. All right, here we go. And there we go. So there's the mutant cannibals. Now this board that Alder had set up was just stinking awesome, man. Here that's I'm gonna. I, I can't. Here we go. That's what I was trying to do is make there it you go. a little bit bigger. Look at that. That is just a fantastic board. And there's his yeah. mutant cannibals right there in the bottom of it. What, what did he name those? I, I, I'd love the name. The mutant cannibals. Uh, they are the Barfield family. Okay. And, and then, then he had the Tuscan traders. Yeah, that's it. The Tuscan yeah. traders. I Hilarious. like that one. <laughs> Hilarious. Good stuff, man. We love to share that other kind of stuff. Tiny is an old GW ogre butcher. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah, that's right. I thought he looked familiar. I got I got one of those sitting over there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So that's that's pretty much this is not a test, at least in 30 minutes, as, as yeah. much as you yeah, can I get mean, it in there. There was a lot of other things that we liked. I liked like you could hold an action to, for an interrupt. Um, I yep. liked how you, they had suppressive fire. So you're not actually trying to kill them. You're just trying to make them hit the floor and make, make them waste uh, further action to stand up and stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of interesting mechanics in the game that kind of make it stand out, you know? Um, well, one of my favorite mechanics is in the Mutant Cannibal book, and that's hooks and chains. Oh, geez. That way, when you take somebody down, you can chain them up for your Mutant Cannibal family. <laughs> eat them, uh, eat them yes. things for later? Yes, absolutely. Can't let them get away, man. And so just this, like just like in the old Necromunda game, that the great thing about that in a campaign is if that happens to one of your guys, you got to go get him back from the Mutant Cannibal family. Yeah. This, you know, this that's another scenario. This game definitely has that kind of yeah. narrative element to it that you can just have a lot of fun. And like I said earlier on their website, there's tons of stuff that you can yeah. almost customize to what yes. you want and what kind of flavor you want. Yeah. Um, so that's what makes it cool. Yeah. And um, I've played um, Fallout Wasteland Warfare and it's a pretty good game. Mm -hmm. I, I, I will give it its props. It's a pretty good game. I like the way this is not a test works better. And I'm probably a little biased because I don't really know the fallout world, 
So I don't have that love for it that well, a lot of people do. This world could be whatever you want. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. So Reminds I don't have gamma world a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. A little gamma world. Wow, that's right. just want to go ahead and date us there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Slap the date right up there. Expired, right? <laughs> these oh, podcast man. these podcasters are expired. <laughs> You're out of here. Uh, but it's a super fun game. We encourage you guys to go check it out if you haven't. Um, if you have questions, ask Alder in the Discord group. He can probably answer whatever you have. If nothing else, go and build yourself a warband because it was super fun. Yeah, uh, You yeah. don't even have to have the book. Just download Battlescribe, and you can kind of get an idea. Obviously, there would be some things you Well, you they do have look a, up. a demo copy. It's like demo yeah. version of the rules that you can get a taste of uh, for free. Yeah. Um, which is basically what I did. I don't have a book yet. Uh I, I have a book. <laughs> yeah. So I just went off of that. But they do have the you know the the full rules where they go more in depth, the skills and stuff like that, right. and PDF or hardcover, like what Max got. Mm -hmm. And then check out some of the supplements and uh the models and mutant yeah. cannibals, definitely check yeah, out dig through your old models, see what you got yes. that kind of has character. Yes, and and if you do check it out, if you check out This Is Not A Test and, and you enjoy the mechanics, I would also you, encourage you to check out Reality's Edge. I got my book right here. So I'm going to show it to you. That's the cyberpunk world. That yeah. And that's created. a... Wow, that's a thick one. That's a hefty tome right there. Um, and it, it's, this, it's basically the same rules. Okay. So if you enjoy the rules and you're looking for a cyberpunk setting... There's not a lot of cyberpunk games. There's a lot of sci-fi games. There's not a lot of cyberpunk miniature games out there. No, not miniature um, games. There's so, a few RPGs, but that's about it. Yeah, so uh, that's another one to check out. And again, it's supporting an independent game developer. It is mm -hmm. kind of it's it's what we like to do. He's also contributes to Blaster Magazine. If you haven't heard that yet. I mean, we don't have a huge base of people, but I definitely put it out there because it's a cool magazine. It's got um, Ash Barker contributes to it for last days. Sean Sutter from Relic Blade contributes to it. Um, Joseph McGuire from This Is Not a Test in Reality's Edge is part of it. And then and I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name, Mike, Mike Hutchinson Mike, Mike from Gasland. And I believe... The Frostgrave guy contributes as well. I think he does. Not, yeah, not especially with sure. especially with Stargrave coming out right now. Yeah, and, and all that. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's really cool. Then that one's available on Drive Through RPG and probably mm -hmm. War Game Vault too. So really cool, uh, really cool stuff. So I encourage you to check it out. And Eric, sir, it is your turn to take us out, my good good friend. My turn. Okay, yes. guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to this week's. Indie Invasion Shorts, where we like to ramble on about topics or, in tonight's case, a game. We can deep dive into it a little bit more. But if you guys want to hear more of our audio content that we put out, you can check that out on Podbean, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast, Google Play, and many other ones that are out there wherever you like to listen to your podcast. And while you're on the internet, if you want to head on over to our Facebook page, our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, or Discord, click like, sub su subscribe, spread the word, tell a friend about it, uh, to 
help the show grow and help us support the independent game developers out there. And if you have any questions or comments or suggestions of games we should check out, which this is one of them. Thanks, Alder. Send us a message at IndieInvasion at gmail.com. And we got a couple things in the work because of that. So mm -hmm. stay tuned for more stuff coming soon. And actually, just to butt in on your outro there butt real in. quick. Button in. <laughs> if you have not followed us on Twitch, we encourage you to go over there because as, as we have proven many times, we know next to nothing about technology. Mm -hmm. um, but we, you need X number of followers before your videos stay on yeah, Twitch. Before you become an affiliate, basically. Yeah, that's the word. That te that technological stuff. So we're there. trying to trying to get that one yeah. working. So we have more than just YouTube. We'll have Twitch, you know, the Twitch yep. platform for the video content that you guys can watch and view at your yep. own leisure. So, but please also visit us at Coastal Text, the website of Indie Invasion, where we got all our audio podcasts. You can listen to them there. We have all the links to all these places I mentioned before. So you have an easy time of finding them, whether it's Discord, Facebook, or even our supporters of Indie Invasion, like Unipolar Games that makes some of our shirts and dice trays that you can get and coffee mugs. And also Alan at Discovery Games, where you can pick up your Indie and Indie games he's like all of, the, of them <laughs> all of them yeah he's one of the few stores that carries stuff that you can order online and like if if you want um your favorite game you know it, it's kind of hard to find in the states well alan's yeah, got it so that's right and that's uh, that's probably my fault and that discovergames.net <laughs> is where you can go yep to yep. find that out and if you guys could to help support us, you can visit us at Patreon forward slash Indie Invasion. Uh, you don't have to actually pledge any money there, but we would appreciate it if you supported us. It helps keep the lights on. And we have content on there that is open for all you guys to view. You, you guys don't have to give to view any of it. You can just go to it, check it out. We do have eh, a couple things that we have that are exclusive on there just on patreon so if you guys want to check that out go ahead and check that out there just fyi i'm keeping my lights on whether you go to patreon or not but you do need some new headphones <laughs> i got i don't have my purple ones today uh, okay I, found my black ones. I found my black ones <laughs> but guys that's it for tonight indie invasion shorts i'm rambling on with these closing notes and you guys, check out This Is Not A Test at their website. Some more gaming goodness for you guys that is use whatever miniatures you want. And guys, till next time, prepare yourself for the invasion. <laughs>